eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we're going to be talking about another part of English language that is very common for us native speakers, but can be quite confusing to those who are just learning the language. This part of the language is what we call euphemisms. And euphemisms are basically, they're vague expressions to replace something that we want to say that's maybe really severe or blunt or maybe inappropriate in certain situations. So maybe you're in the office, maybe you're with a fancy company, maybe it's just something you really shouldn't say in the way you want to say it directly. So this is a way to sort of make it sound a little less harsh and a little bit more appropriate. So Paige and I thought that we'd talk about this today to our listeners. So listeners, as always, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl. So Paige, euphemisms, they are a super common part of the English language. I think I probably use them without even noticing that I'm using them. And I think most people would say the same. So tell us, what are some euphemisms or a euphemism that comes to your mind right off the bat? Yeah, there. I mean, there's several. Uh, I think it's funny when you don't think about grammar, you don't realize how much you use these just, you know, day to day without realizing that they are a certain phrase that, that doesn't quite make sense. So one that, you know, I've used before and still use is excuse my French, which basically just means that you said something profane, maybe you were swearing or said something a little off color. And what's funny is I never knew the meaning of it. And I, I just looked it up now. And I guess in the 19th century, British people would use French sometimes. And because who they were talking to when it understand the language, they'd say, excuse my French or pardon my French. So it's funny that it was just like a language barrier, but it's kind of been morphed into I'm swearing and saying something inappropriate. <laughs> That's funny. I've always wondered that myself. I always thought, why, why do we say French compared to any other language? But that makes total sense now that you really explain it. Yeah, because at first you think you're like, are French potty mouths? Like they swear a lot. Why, why, why do we say that? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Could be. Well, that's a good one. You're right. This one is one that I hear all the time. And I'm sure actually some of our listeners might have seen this when they're watching a movie or a series of some type. You might hear a character say, excuse my French, but this food is bullshit or what you said is bullshit, right? You always have some sort of an English curse word included in that. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a warning. Yeah, You're about to exactly. hear a bad word, so prepare yourself. Excuse my French, but, and then fill in the blank. So super common. We use this one a lot. What, what are some that, that come to your mind, Ian? Another one that I hear a lot is bite the dust. And bite the dust is basically a way, a nicer way to say um, that someone has like failed or more severely, maybe they've been killed or defeated. So we use this a lot in competition or when we're talking about battles or duels, whatever it might be. The reason that it's called Bite the Dust, the origin is pretty interesting. It became popularized in movies like old Western movies in the U.S. especially, 
when like cowboys and Indians were, were fighting each other and, you know, maybe one of them would be shot and they would fall off their horse and they'd hit the ground, the dry ground. And so all the dust would come up from the ground and it would basically represent that this person failed. They fell off their horse, they died. And so this is called biting the dust, basically to say that someone has, has died in this way. We use it and hear it in different ways as well. I'm sure most of our listeners have heard the song, Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. This is another classic example of saying, you know, the other person, you know, we were successful, they bit the dust, they, they either were defeated or they died. So that's a more pop culture reference to that one, but super common, bite the dust. What are some other ones maybe that come to your mind that you think of? Yeah, I think this next one is really fitting, especially for my age group as, you know, I just turned 31. And so a lot of my friends are, are pregnant and having babies. And so this phrase is bun in the oven, which means that you're pregnant. And it's pretty literal. It means kind of the idea that you're you're, you're making something in the oven, right? So as you're making a human life in the womb is, I guess, compared to, you know, having dough in the oven and making bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny one visually that comes to mind when you think about that, right? You think about the kind of a, a big pregnant stomach as being the oven and the baby's the, the bread baking inside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's definitely a phrase that's fitting for a lot of my, my friends right now. A lot of my friends have buns in the oven as we speak. Yeah. So our listeners, don't be confused if you hear two people talking and they say, oh, you got a little bun in the oven. They're not talking about cooking at home. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about their baby. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, very good. Another one that I can think of, which we're going to get more to the more inappropriate side of things in this next one is we have the phrase lady of the night, lady of the night. As most can kind of guess by the way it's described, a lady of the night is another term for a prostitute. So someone who you pay for sex. And the reason for that is because prostitutes are out and about uh, at night, out on the streets, you know, soliciting people for you know, sexual services. And so whether it was trying to be more subtle when referring to using these services or looking for these services, a lot of people refer to lady of the night as a more, a more subtle way of saying the word prostitute. So be careful using that phrase about who you're saying it around as well, because uh, it might get you into some trouble in, in many different ways. So lady of the night is not a nice term. Don't call your girlfriend <laughs> your nice lady of the night. Not going to end well for you. Uh, so <laughs> just a word to the wise there. Yeah, it does not. It does not mean you're a night owl that you like to stay up late. <laughs> right. We, we've mentioned that phrase before. Um, they're very different in their meaning. So like I tell most people, if you don't understand the meaning of something, don't say it. Go ahead and figure <laughs> out what it means first before you want to say it. So that's a classic example there, Lady of the Night. CWG officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we are always working to grow our audience, so make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, and even LinkedIn. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes at dynamicenglish.cl. This next one is also inappropriate, but more in a crude sense. And this is related to, as we say, potty talk, bathroom talk. 
So this is do your business or doing your business. You can use it for humans, but it's more, I think, used for dogs of, oh, look at that dog doing his business. And it just means that he is going to the bathroom and it implies number two, which means pooping. (laughs) (laughs) So the dog is taking a shit. And so you'd say, oh, that dog is doing his business. But I, my dad uses that phrase. Like he'd be like after his morning coffee, like got to do the business. So exactly. <laughs> it's definitely was, like a dad phrase. I think it depends on, on who you're talking to or who's who we're referring to, because while I think most of the time it's referred to pets, like animals, dogs, cats, we can also use it maybe even for children sometimes, like children who are learning how to use the restroom or, mm-hmm. you know, go to the bathroom correctly. And you might use this term instead of saying, you know, poop or pee, you might say, okay, you know, go do your business or Mm -hmm. did you do your business? Or, you know, again, referring to the pets, you know, oh, I need to take the dog out so it can do its business, right? This is a little bit more of a a, a polite or appropriate way than saying, all right, got to take the dog out for a shit, right? (laughs) It's a little bit better. Yeah, no, exactly. What's another one that you can think of, Ian? Another one that is very common to hear from women, especially, and especially way back in the past where the origin comes from, is a phrase that is to powder one's nose. Say, I need to go powder my nose. What this comes from basically is, so ladies' restrooms back in history used to be called powder rooms. So in ladies' bathrooms, they had chairs and mirrors and all these different features so that women could look at their appearance, make sure their makeup looks okay, their dresses look okay, basically just to to check their appearance. And so powder is, you know, like makeup that you'd put on your face. And due to the nature of society at the time, especially, women didn't want to reveal to the rest of the company that they were going to the bathroom. They didn't want to say, excuse me, I need to go pee or poo or go to the bathroom. So they would instead say, you know, please excuse me, I'm going to go powder my nose to say, I'm going to go look at my face, make sure I look okay. But in reality, it's, it was just a nicer way of saying I need to go use the restroom. To be fair, Ian, a lot of women do go to the bathroom, not to go to the bathroom. It's to look at their face or their hair. <laughs> or makeup. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're not, or- they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. Yeah, it is like the powdering your nose could be you're you're actually fixing your makeup, your hair, or you know, as us women know, we're just gossiping about what just happened, or if there's a <laughs> guy at the bar, or a, you know, something that just happened. Yeah. So it's almost like code, almost more like code for women than than a phrase itself, a euphemism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why girls always go powder their nose in packs. <laughs> Uh-huh. There's never one, there's never one lady going to powder her nose alone. Yeah. That's true. You bring up a good point. Okay, very good. <laughs> um, what's, uh, what's another one you can think of? Yeah. Another one that I like is one that refers to someone's intelligence. It's not the sharpest pencil in the box. And so that one is how it sounds and the, the idea that sharp is a synonym for brightness, for being intelligent. And so obviously the pencil, the tip of the pencil is either sharp or it's dull, which dull is another synonym for dumb. So when, when you're saying not the sharpest pencil in the box, it is negative. It's saying that this person is, is stupid. So again, listeners, it's not a thing that you should throw around. It could be used as a joke, but uh, it definitely is very negative and referring that someone's dumb. Yeah. So shouldn't say this to someone directly. Shouldn't tell them they're not the sharpest pencil in the box. Probably not the nicest thing to say. 
So then the last one that we'll mention today is one that is with physical appearance. And a lot of people say instead of someone being fat, they'll say they are big boned. So referring to the bones in their body, say, oh, they're not fat. They're just big boned. They can't help it because their bones are big, right? Which physiologically, I don't think really makes any sense. If I guess we'd have to talk to some doctors about that. But the idea is you're saying you don't want to hurt someone's feelings by calling them overweight or by calling them fat. So instead you just say, no, 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 you're not fat or they're not fat. They're just big boned. It's just a nicer way of saying they're, they're a big person, basically. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's just like a softer way to, to talk about someone's weight. But I do feel like listeners, I wouldn't use it. It's not that soft. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's something like if you're trying to be kind of politically correct, you might say it about someone, but you would never be like, oh, you're big boned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kind of similar to the, to the sharpest pencil in the box. You shouldn't say this directly really to someone. <laughs> this is more we're talking about a third person yeah. away from them, but you know, nonetheless, it's a way to sort of subtly describe someone. Listeners, as we've mentioned, these are just a few of some very common and popular euphemisms that we use. We could go on and on and on, and there are many more we could talk about. So please, if you're interested, go online and check out some more of these euphemisms. Try to use them in your daily conversation because they really truly will make you sound a lot more fluent sounding much more like a native speaker because we use these all the time and like i said without even really thinking about them so listeners if you get lost go online and check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl as always thanks for listening we'll see you next time coffee with gringos was brought to you by dynamic english where you can learn english simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.